Hey, hey Darren. Hey. How you doing? You right? mm, pretty good. Yeah? Mm. Not much going on. Oh, oh, it's not, yeah, it's pretty, pretty quiet just now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's alright, though. Oh, wait. Hey, Darren, do you, do you know what time it is? I don't know what time it is, Chuck. It's time for football! Go! Go! with me, Stuart Bothwell, and my esteemed colleague, the coiner of the endeavour for Trevor hashtag, Mr. Darren Butter. How's it going, Darren? It's good. It is very good. I'm also for the go for bow. Go for bow, okay. And um, the spear for tua. Spear for tua, of course. The the classic spear for tua <laughs> hashtag as well. <laughs> Writing all of these down. Um, or the yield for fields. Yields <laughs> Okay. Okay. What, what, what can you do for Herbert? Go on then. Sherbert for Herbert. Okay. <laughs> because everyone knows that he's a terrible diabetes sufferer. Yeah. At the moment. Sherbert or Herbert. Sherbert or Herbert. Who, who's who's Sherbert? Oh, you just want... Do you, do, do you want a season Sugar which is... or Herbert? Yeah, okay, okay. You have a good season or a bad season? Yeah. I think... I wonder if the people who are listening to this can tell that we're quite excited about this podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. I think... This is, what, this is what it's been leading up to. This is it. We've been going since March, and there has been <laughs> no football since we started this podcast. That's, this is literally the first week. Uh-huh. We could do it. We could do fantasy projections. We could do winners, losers. We could do the line. We could do anything, because there's actually football, sure. Oh my god, it's crazy. We've been waffling for nine months. I know, and like I can tell that we're excited because just looking at the capture, I've seen it spike <laughs> countless times already through the course of this one here. Because, yeah, as you say, we have a season starting imminently. Actual season. Where Actual season. footballs. Yes. And they catch footballs. And they point footballs. And they're of a better calibre than the pre-season. Where you see likes of Gardner Minshew. I've, got, I've watched like two games of the season. <laughs> literally don't care. I've not even watched much of that either. I've been keeping tabs on a few players here and there, primarily for fantasy purposes. I mean, if we were going to go by what happened in the preseason, then the New York Giants just beat the New England Patriots 31-29. Yeah, That's not happening regular season. Game. Yeah. And um, historically, uh, if you're losing all four of your preseason games, that has actually meant yeah. a better chance of you doing something in the uh, regular season. And if you win all four games, you're the Browns. <laughs> preseason champions. <laughs> and I know so little about the preseason that I have no idea about who won the most games in the preseason this year. Nor to be I honest, care. no one f-ing cares, sure. Of course, no one cares, Darren. <laughs> Stop saying fing. I've got to bleep that out every fing time you say that. Ah, I'm giving myself <laughs> so much more effort. This is adding on at least like five minutes per F word. See? Okay. Cool. So, what we're going to do today, Darren, yep. as we discussed, is that we're just going to talk about what we foresee happening in this week's slate of NFL regular season games. Regular season? It's the regular season now, oh Darren. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm all... Like, this is yeah, all, all a tingle, my heart is a flutter. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously the excitement is palpable here. This is clearly the most passionate we've been about 
anything since we started the podcast. Uh, and I just said that I think our last podcast was one of our best. So go back and listen to that. But maybe do that. Actually, no. Go back and listen to that one first. And then build up to this one. Because that was excitement building to this point. On a passion... Scale. Scale. Or rainbow, as you <laughs> seem to gesture there. Where are we at on the Will Greer... Oh, the, the, the Will... No. Slash, there's a regular season coming up. In, term, in terms of the, the Will Greer thing, I mean, I think my passion for Will Greer just somewhat faded through the course of the preseason. <laughs> but, um, but you know, like it can't all be zingers from, from the start. But You got one back shoulder touchdown. At least one. I saw one. That's it. On Twitter. He's capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. But, no, in, in terms of that being a scale of excitement and this being on it, this is way past it. This is... Uh, this is this is going from from Will Greer to John Elway because he is of course the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. It's it's happening, okay. and I think we should just get right into it. We have well, I have zero notes in front of me. The only thing I have down in front of me is the schedule for the twenty nineteen NFL season. Hot takes. Hot takes. Okay. Popular let's opinions. Let's just let's just do it. And of course, the first game of the season, which is on. On Thursday night football, but we'll be on it Friday afternoon in New Zealand, is the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. What, what, do you, what are you excited about in this one, Darren? Well, they played each other like 300 times or something. Mm. Well, twice a year for fi- 100 times, sure. Well, yeah, this is- <laughs> 140 times, sure. Well, this is, this is kicking off the 100th NFL season, and they've both been about for quite some time. Uh, well, it's not the NFL season, like strictly speaking, but American football season, so to speak. And um, last year, the Packers versus Bears was one of the most exciting games of the entire season. We had this one down in one of our most ex- like games that we're most excited for uh, this season, and that is just purely because of what they did last season and what we've seen them do over the off season. They both made like like rather big changes of course the, the Packers still have Aaron Rodgers their wide receiving core is is growing uh, they've uh, still got an excellent offensive line Aaron Jones we think is going to step into his own at running back they've added people on the the defensive side of the ball they have lost Mike Daniels um I, I don't know how you still feel of Rashawn Gary in this one but Know, yeah, yeah I, think, I think they're looking good. Vic Fangio has left the Bears. Uh, other than that, they've uh, lost a couple of players here and there. Bryce, Bryce Callahan gone with Fangio. Um, but they still have likes of Khalil Mack there. Mitch Trubisky might take the leap this year. This should be the year that he does that. Who do you see as being the difference maker in this one? He's oh, got a weird mustache. <laughs> and he wears double denim? Yeah, double denim. It's A.A. Ron. Yeah. Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> Don't mess with me. It's A.A. Ron. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this Aaron guy is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had the Bears over a pillar for about five years, so I don't really see that changing. No? Not in the opening game of the season. Mm. Even away from home. Like the Packers will probably beat the Bears in this game and they'll be, oh, this is all a mystery this season. Oh. Who cares about a field uh, goal scorer if we can't win a game against the Packers <laughs> at home? No, I, I can see this being like a 14-point win for the Packers. I think, 14 points? I just think the Packers are going to walk out in this game and just 
kind of be the Packers. Do you see that as... The injury thing, people need to realise that he pretty much tore his MCL mm. in the first game of the season and played all year. If his old line can protect him, he's literally the best player on the planet. On the planet, people. And that's including Will Greer. Wow, that's a high praise indeed. Now, I'm not sure if I'm quite as low on the Bears as you are there. Um, or, or Actually, are you low on the Bears or are you high on the Packers? Just to clarify. I'm high that. on Rodgers. You're high I'm on Rodgers. High on Rodgers opening the season. And you're also high on so many drugs right now because of your, your injury. No, I'm high on Rodgers because he is Rodgers. And I think that they have weapons to get him in. And look, Khalil Mack did so well against the Packers in the opening game but every single one of his big plays was against Kaiser mm. who is currently unemployed uh, no Deshaun Kaiser just been picked up by the Oakland Raiders god I could make money in whilst NFL. Nathan Peterman's gone on IR could we make money in the NFL I mean probably I mean you could go on the Raiders roster and get injured no problem <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have just... absolute faith in that <laughs> we saw the Come on, Farrell, hit me. Hit me, Farrell, hit me. <laughs> please, please put your arms down. You're, you're concerning me at the moment, Darren. You might might tear something else. Um, yeah, like I, I see the Bears as potential regression candidates this year, primarily because of the loss of Vic Fangio. I do still like Matt Nagy as the coach. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to regress too much, but a little bit regressing to the mean. So um, I, 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 will, I will maybe give the Packers a win in this one, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's probably, that's a, a three and a half point win for that one, I think. Okay, good for you. Cool, all right then. Good for, good, good for you. <laughs> what else is good for us is that this is not the only game that's happening this season, or this this week even, yeah. but it's definitely not, yeah, it's definitely not the only game there happening this season. Number of games. Yes, there are plenty. Uh, and the next one we have on our list is the Los Angeles Rams at the Carolina Panthers. What have we got to look forward to in this one? The NFL's great. Mm. opening game of the season that's tasty it's Goff Newton is that, is, that, is that what you're looking for is that, that is, that's your primary <laughs> like marker of that Keekley versus Gurley sure Keith, well Keekley well, Keith, wins that can retire Gurley in this game just would I surprise see me. your knee when was the, when was the last I see oh, it oh he wouldn't he wouldn't go for it he'd probably, no, but he would tackle Luke, Luke Keekley would probably because he's such a nice polite young man just like lay down a small pillow and say mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Gurley lean your, on it as he gets back up your casket awaits just stop just lie down yeah. <laughs> like stop before I snap you in half poor poor man I literally just see Keekley staring at Daryl Henderson like Bring it on. Like, oh, come on. Oh, come, come on, on rookie. Bring it. <laughs> I'm going to eat you for breakfast. Um, um, the Rams will win this game. Yes, I'm with you on that one. Because it's the Rams. And they're coming off a Super Bowl loss and I want to get off to a good start. And I love Newton. I just, I don't know about the Panthers. I don't know about their organisation. I just don't know about their weapons. Um, I'm not so high on, like, say, their their wide receiving core. People are talking about uh, Kurt Samuel stepping up. DJ Moore looks good. Might make the leap. Slightly improved offensive line, getting Matt Paradis in and stuff. Of course, you've got Christian McCaffrey back there. He's your main weapon, as you will know from your fantasy team. Um, and in terms of what you've got... You get three touchdowns, they're still going to lose. Yeah. Like, I, I do still quite like their, their, their defense, though, especially kind of up front. Um 
But in terms of what the Rams are capable of, I see the Rams putting up 35 points here. I've just got this this feeling about it. They'll put up 35. I think it's going to be something like 35 uh, 19. Yeah. That's what I see happening. Obviously it's that it's in Charlotte, so it could be anything, but as we you know, with all NFL, it could be anything. But on paper, from what we've done over the past well, yeah, <laughs> waxing lyrical about nothing in particular. <laughs> it looks like the Rams. And yeah, if we didn't, if we did all this, we may have done it for a reason. So we've done all this to pretty much say the Rams are winning this game. So yeah, well, if you if you feel feel that one's nailed on, then how about the Redskins at Eagles, which is the one we have up next? At the Eagles. Yes, the so Redskins are going. Washington are in Philadelphia. Yes. Oh, let me think. <laughs> don't think you're wasting valuable time it's on a tough. game that doesn't need it Eels oh good good, good. I'm glad we agree on this one then how many um, touchdowns went from oh I'm going to say I'm going to say well, uh, Darren for the viewers at home <laughs> listeners at home held up three oh he just held up two individually on <laughs> on, on each hand there um, but I'm going to say Wentz, there was five touchdown passes in this oh, one. Jesus. Well, he's Peyton Manning all of a sudden. <laughs> yep. I've just got a feeling. Like, although I quite like that Redskins defense, I just think that Eagles offense is really going to show what it's made of very quickly out of the gate. I think Carson Wentz is, is ready. He's good to go. He has one of the best wide receiving cores in the NFL. Uh, I think that, uh, that the, the running game, they're going to use that to lean on, but it's not going to be their primary focus. I, I just like that team far too much and I also think that their defense is exceptional as well mm. that offensive line is excellent and the Redskins we discussed in the past, past one that I think that they're really bad especially on offense defense is a little bit better but it's m- maybe middling at best I think the Eagles are going to tear them apart especially at home well Wentz is ginger all right, I'm moving on. <laughs> what if you call people's hair? In the last podcast, it was all about, oh, Brian Hoyer's bald, and Steve Wilkes is bald, and Carson Wentz is ginger. Well, we can't wait till we get to the Bengals and we talk about Andy Dalton. Well, sure. I just I just hope that he throws five touchdowns in this game like Mary Queen of Scots. I just hope that he doesn't lose his head. Ah. Uh... Was that was that intentional? Did, that was because like that that seemed a really convoluted way of getting around to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh lord! Uh, speaking of oh lord, uh, we might be thinking that upon watching this game, or we could be thinking, oh oh lord! See, that was that is also how you pull out some terrible. some terrible analogy yeah. or like maneuverability around words. Uh, as the Buffalo Bills travel to the New York Jets. So we get to see Josh Allen, who will hopefully be healthy and have a full preseason behind him, versus Sam Darnold, who's doing the same. Last game's trash, sir. You think it's trash? Oh, it's trash. If Barkley isn't playing, it's trash. <laughs> um, Jets win by a touchdown. Okay, cool, cool. Move on, move on. You sure? No, I wouldn't. I generally want to talk about that. Okay, Because right. like these are this is two exciting young quarterbacks. Quinn Williams is better than the Bills. Le'Veon Bell was better than the Bills, and Darnold is better than the Bills. You are not giving that Bills defense nearly enough credit. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so 
No. That's this, well, my, my rebuttal is that you were wrong on the Bills' defense. And you've been like this throughout the course of like the entire like, offseason. I just see so much involved in that team that says to me that they are going to like really stuff a lot of players, including Le'Veon Bell, who's not going to go over 60 yards in this game. <laughs> okay. I said, look in your face saying that that's what he believes. I shouldn't have said 60. <laughs> Sorry, six, he's not going to go over 60 rushing yards. He's not going to go over 600 yards. He's not going to go over 60 rushing yards in this game, we'll see. But 200 receiving yards. I've never and, said anything else about and a, that. And a kickback for a touchdown. <laughs> sure, okay, okay. Um, you think, you think, so you think Jets are going to so Just for the, the listeners... Mm-hmm. We did our podcast um, often, but we did our fantasy draft on Sunday. Mm-hmm. After nine rounds, how many Bills players have been drafted? <laughs> uh, obviously not including retention. Uh, Even I th- then? I'm, I'm saying zero. One. One. And it was Devin Singletary oh, yeah. to He's retain him. Just before me, yeah. So that, that was a strategic move, a running back who were particularly valuable in our form of fantasy draft. So, Allen was drafted, retained at 15, mm-hmm. and Singletree was taken like, the fifth round. Mm. There was no wide receivers until, like, the 11th round for the Bills. That's because the, the, the offense isn't exactly a Good. known quantity yet. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm not saying I trust the Bills' offense, but I'm saying that they have enough now for me to think that they've improved drastically uh, wide out uh, they've got a really good looking running back room now offensive line we'll see what happens it just depends on whether Josh Allen can put it together mm. I do think that the Jets are a more complete team though I think their offense maybe has just a little bit more but I should I should know I'm not quite sure how I feel about that like I will say that the Jets probably yeah, no, I, I will also say the Jets are maybe like slightly more complete but not by much Probably just a little bit better spread. Uh, I think the Jets by a touchdown as well. Okay, cool. Cool, okay. It was a long way to agree with me. Sweet. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got there in the end. <laughs> we moseyed on in. Uh, moving on, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, I'm really interested by that this one. This game was really good. I really like the look at this game. Uh, I, like I say, I think Falcons are bounce-back contenders for this year. And I think that the Vikings could well improve uh, quite a bit as well. Uh, both teams who have potentially very high-powered offenses, and the Vikings certainly have a pretty well-proven defense. The Falcons, I think, are going to have a bit of a bounce-back defense because they're going to have Dion Jones back. Keanu Neal's going to be back for the entire season as well. Uh, they've also improved in that offensive line, and even without a good offensive line last year, the Falcons still put up some pretty gaudy numbers. Mm. I would say that this game is the home home team by three. Mm. So I, I think that the Vikings will win this game by three, but I think it's this game is purely mostly on being at home. Mm. Um, but I think the weapons that the Vikings have, like you look at Cousins just being Cousins, he's fine. But then you get Diggs, Phelan, Irv Smith Jr., Cal Rudolph, Dalvin mm. Cook. Yeah. They're strong. And then you look on the other side, they've got um, 
Barr, Anthony Barr and Harrison and they've got players that can make plays on defense and I think they've got enough players on defense to win this game. Their pass rush is still incredible as well. Like they're they're really looking solid and they have done for quite some time. But like they just need to take that step from solid to being excellent consistently. That's yeah. that's the thing. And they're not far from it. And I don't think the Falcons are far from it either. And that's why this is a really tough one for both of them to open with. And you said this is a, a three-point uh, home victory. Um, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. That's really, really tough. Um, I'm probably going to lean with you on that one as well. Um, so we're not but, in this to make friends, sure. So. No, exactly. But I, I'm just like going, going by... Like, I do like the Vikings this year. I do also really like the Falcons, and it is just like it's the the most minimal split you can have in favor of the home team is usually what you have to end up going for. Although I still think that the Falcons are going to do big things this year, but yeah, I give that one to the Vikings. Nice, just by a shade, especially since they started pretty hot last year too. I see them starting hot this year. Nice, cool. Um, somehow we haven't talked nearly as much about that game as we have about the Bills Jets but I think that's primarily because I forced that to happen <laughs> um, so should we, should we move on or do you have yes, anything else please. to talk about yeah. okay so the next one is the Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins so I'm not nearly as high on Lamar Jackson as you are I could also probably put that on a t-shirt but the Ravens they have to win this game right Dolphins mm. are shit they're so bad. They must surely be a complete non-factor this year. They have to win this game. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I think that they, they can they can run all over the Dolphins if they want. And that's probably the only way that they'll need to do it. Um, they'll they'll use their their backs in terms of... Was it they've got Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and Mark Ingram back there, as well as Lamar Jackson. Uh, I can see like 250 rushing yards in this game at, at least yeah what, between the teams or <laughs> no no just for just for the Ravens no no I don't get that much um, but they'll win the game L- Lamar Jackson like will run for will probably run for more yards than he'll throw for in, in the course of his seven games that he started last year he ran for over 700 yards he'll probably run for like a good 75, 80, 90 yards in this game, potentially. Like this this one, I'll give him credit for, you know, where it's due. Although I suppose like maybe they've been planning for him for ages and they've just got someone to track him down or something. But yeah, nah, I think it's got to be Ravens by a country mile on this one, doesn't it? Well, the Ravens win the game. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a, a close game up until the last quarter and then you think they'll move away. I think the Dolphins will put up a fight. Do you think the Dolphins will score any points? Well, with, <laughs> with Fitzpatrick and Albert Wilson and Kenyon Drake, there's, there's a chance to score points. It's just a case of... But they're, they're We often... don't know what their offensive scheme looks like without... But we know approximately what their offensive line looks like, and that's what I'm worried about, because they just gave away you their still, best piece. You still get points. If your quarterback can get it off within a couple of seconds, you can still make plays, depend, even if your court, your offensive line is terrible. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have to get this ball away before it's even snapped, <laughs> because the, the Ravens are going to be right in that backfield, just breathing right down his neck the entire game. He's going to have nowhere to go, 
And in terms of the the people that he's throwing to, they're not going to be open because that defensive backfield's like probably top five in the NFL now. And don't even think about coming across the middle because you know Earl Thomas is just sitting there waiting to take one back. That's the way I see it. So you're giving this one to the Ravens as well as me? Yes. Cool, cool. Okay. And then moving on, we have a, another very juicy matchup in terms of a high-powered offense going against a high-powered defense. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thoughts on that one, Darren? I think it'll be the Chiefs, but closer than people think it'll be. Mm. I think um, Foles will get at least like 250 yards passing. It's still a pretty porous Chiefs defense. It's, they've, they, they've maybe yeah. upgraded in certain areas, but they have allowed the likes of Justin Houston and D Ford to walk out the building. You know, if, if the Jags can do it, if the Jags run the ball well, Raquel Armstead, Fournette, they keep... This is where the Jags have been having an issue, is that their runners are home run runners, not play-by-play runners. So if the Jags can keep the ball, turn the clock, Foles can play Dink with, and dunk. within himself, can the Jags win this game? Can the Jags win this game against the Chiefs? With that defence. That defence is excellent. But in today's NFL, I just have a feeling that that Chiefs offense is just that stretch too far for them to be able to deal with. I think this is this is going to be probably the most difficult test the Chiefs are going to face all season on the defensive side. But I mean, I've not seen an offense like that since like the the 2014 Broncos or the Great Show on Turf and stuff like that. It's just there's just so many weapons. It's pick your poison. I still think it's going to be going to be close. Uh, so they're going to have Clayus Campbell. They're going mm-hmm. to have Miles Jack. They're going to have Josh Allen's going to be Josh a Allen on the other side. I, I just don't know. If, like Mitchell Sports is good enough. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of them. Mm. I literally think you just throw the blitz at them every time and just he has to get it off with him one second, otherwise he's getting slammed. And like I think, like he's a young lad. He's not been in the league five years. He's only been in the league like a year and a half. He and Andy to... Reid will scheme for this though. Like he's he's such a hot starter. He knows exactly what is he's going to do. And... Well, Jalen Ramsey needs to go high on Tariq Hill. Like literally the first play of the game <laughs> was be helmet to helmet, take the fifteen yard and just get on with it. Get like, all up in his face. They need to do something mm-hmm. to make it that those dinks aren't a good way to play. Mm-hmm. If it's going high, if it's going low, like if you're. They need to do something to make it like, oh, well, we can't keep doing this, otherwise we're not going to have a team left. Like, the Jags are that kind of team, and they need to be that kind. To win this game, they need to be like that. But I think this is, as you said, it's like one of the best opportunities for someone to beat the Chiefs. Because mm. it's first week of the season, and this defense is, could be great. Jaguars need to make a statement mm. in this game. I think they will. But they don't need to win this game to make a statement. They will They will do very, very well. If they keep it under 20... This is what's terrible. This is a great defense. If they keep the Chiefs under 28 points, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Can Foles score four touchdowns? I don't know. Against, against the Chiefs' defense? Per, to... Perhaps. It, dep- it depends on what those tools around Nick Foles are. And again, I still I'm, I'm, I have questions about that receiving core and that offensive line. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm giving this one to the Chiefs. Uh, I think that it'll be... They'll, they'll put up like 24 points. 
Yeah. Yeah. You with him on that one? Remember, Darren, nodding your head doesn't work in this. Yeah, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and moving on to the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns. One of the most anticipated franchises around at the moment. People are expecting good things from the Browns, although people are still, temp- I think they're tempering their expectations slightly, especially given the start of their, their schedule. I give them this one. Easy. Yeah, I think this is their one win of the first four. As I said, I keep thinking they're going to be one and three after four weeks. And I think they win this game handily and then they get really starts to get a bit difficult away from home at Jets in the second week. And then they've got like the Steelers, then the Chiefs, I think. I, or the Rams, I think it is. I, mm. I think they win this game quite easily and then it'll take them three or four weeks to win again. So I think they win this game. If they don't win this game, then they're really going to be struggling. <laughs> what What are you looking for in this game, though? What, what do you think is going to be the key key matchups? Who do you think is going to? You just have to, to do overpower them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to go to more of a West Coast for a few weeks. Just get the ball off, kind of on wheel routes and stuff to Nick Chubb and and short dinks to OBJ. And some, maybe a couple of long ones here and there to Hilliard and to Richard Higgins, but I, I literally they'll take I, they'll take what's there. But yeah. I want them to be very conservative and just let the, the talent win. I think you need to let the talent win. Um, what a lot of one on one. Try and get the Titans into man to man and really show that you're a better team, a better. Have you have more talent than the other team? Well, I actually want to see them rip it. So <laughs> I'm just like Baker, just seven step drop, lob up to OBJ, uh, and then like when, when they start double covering him with with safeties and stuff like that, just just move it all the way over to the other side. You still got Jarvis Landry over there and stuff. It's I think you start with Landry though. I think you if you're going to lob it up, you lob it up to Higgins and Landry, mm-hmm. see if they can bring it down, and just kind of lull them into giving OBJ a one on one down the middle. <laughs> Well, you don't need a lot of points to win the NFL game. You no. literally only need to get Landry and OBJ free like twice mm-hmm. in the whole game to get 14 points, mm-hmm. and then you can run it in and you're at 28 points. So you get plenty of possessions. Mm-hmm. So I feel the Browns can, <laughs> can really be good if they can figure it out, but it's going to take them a little while to really yeah. start to decide what they want to do and it's also about how many how many possessions your defense steals back mm. so they won't know how they want to play until they can see what the defense can give them back yeah you know you got Garrett Vernon Ward Greedy Williams and you're not so high on baldy baldy Steve Wilkes no, uh, I think his <laughs> the style of defensive coordinator is doesn't match the players they drafted oh, we'll see maybe he can adapt himself there on the Titans side of things we want to give them a little bit of a uh, little bit of time sorry Darren um, but I mean it's, it's, it's the Titans I mean what are you worried about you still got Marcus Mariota in there for two, two, two quarters of football before he gets benched for Ryan Tannehill um, they, 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 they've still got some weapons their defence is particularly stout I think would probably be the way I'd describe it Jarrell Casey's excellent through the middle we've got Cameron Wake in there from Miami uh, Harold Ra- Harold Landry is a name definitely to be watching out for this year on the linebacker side of things. Uh, you've still got Malcolm Butler out there. Kevin Byard's an excellent safety, uh, as well as Kenny Vaccaro, who they managed to to get in uh, recently. He could well 
pull myself back up. Adoree Jackson, kind of waiting and seeing what he's all about. But then on offense, uh, you've got the fading force that is Delaney Walker at tight end. Derek Henry is your, your big power back. He came on in leaps and bounds last season. I'm like not sure exactly how he's gonna like continue that form. Um, like I think I said before that I'm not sold on this offensive line. There's some decent players in there, but they're not fantastic. And their wide receiving core. I like the addition of Adam Humphreys. AJ Brown could become a good factor. But you've got to have the quarterback thrown to him. And at the moment, I would still say that they're just waiting for Marcus Mariota to fail and let Ryan Tannehill take the reins. And I think Ryan Tannehill will be a better quarterback. As much as I hate to say it, um, at the moment, I'm done with Marcus Mariota. Yes, well, can Tannehill have a knee <laughs> for more than seven games? I think he can. He's proved that. <laughs> They have two Ds for more than seven games. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this isn't the game where they're going to prove themselves. Um, no. I don't think Derrick Henry's that great a running back. Um, I'd be more worried about, well, for the Browns, and this is coming from a, a fan of the Browns, um, I'd be more worried about the Dion Lewis wheel route kind yep. of check down. More than I would be worried about. Yeah. If you're worrying Derek about Henry running through the middle. If you're worrying about checkdowns, then you're you're doing all right in in this game, I would say, and I think that speaks volumes. Josh, Josh, Mar, Marvin, Melvin <laughs> Gordon ripped the Browns last year mm-hmm. on checkdowns. So I'd be more worried about Dion Lewis in this game than Derek Henry. Derek Henry, indeed. See what happens. So we both taking the Browns in that one. Um. In the next game, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Los Angeles Chargers in a game which we would have been very excited about had Andrew Luck still been in there. Like, if, if we had our level of excitement in this game from an eight for that game, at that point, what do we have it down to now? Three. Yeah, I think so. Not really bothered about the Chargers. I mean, I think they'll win this game quite easily. <laughs> I think so. But, but I, I, I am still intrigued. Um, I, I don't know what the Colts are going to be under this iteration. Uh, they do still have a really solid roster, but the importance of a quarterback is just tremendous. And you just don't... Like, we've not seen Jacoby Brissett yet. And I he, really want to see Paris Campbell or T.Y. Hilton take a long you know, 60-yard pass mm. to the end zone from Jacoby Brissett, I think. If I was the Colts GM and if I was Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, I would be... Obviously, you want to win... Mm-hmm. Main things about this game, away from home at the Chargers in a in a soccer stadium. You want you want to be And Chargers have a lot of talent. Yeah, you just want to be chipping away and making sure that your offense is ticking the boxes and, and getting what it needs what you were expected of it. And I think in this game the main thing's gonna be can we get at least seven points from a long ball over the top? If the, if the Chargers if the Chargers are missing the likes of Derwin James as well, that's probably their soft spot. They're not a but by any means they're not a bad team at all. Like they're stacked across the board, apart from their offensive line and wide receivers, perhaps. Like they're they've moved from being a primarily offensive team to probably being a primarily defensive team. Yeah. I can see this game being like 38-21 or something though. Mm. And I think 
three touchdowns is going to probably be pretty good for the Colts in this game, considering mm. they're still adjusting. And you know what, you know what I want to see happen because I think that Jacoby Brissett has had some some time with the team. He's been taking first team reps for a while. I think they're pretty much ready for it. I think Jaco- Jacoby Brissett might surprise people a little bit. I'm not worried about his play. I just mm-hmm. don't know if the team's talented enough to go against the Chargers. Not away from home. Actually, like I, I, I don't think the Chargers have put up 30 points plus on the Colts. I, I think the Colts' defense is not bad at all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this one uh, 21-14 Chargers. Okay. I'm going to say plus seven. Okay, cool. Let's do that. You can do what you want. Use whatever scoring <laughs> formula you want because this is our podcast and we make the rules. Uh, Bengals, Seahawks? Seahawks. Okay. For- <laughs> <laughs> now, we have to give them, give them words. Everyone has to get their own fair okay, share of your time. Um, they don't have AJ Green. Yes, they do not have AJ Green. Um, is Eifert back? Uh, Tyler Eifert, I believe, is back. Okay, yes. Well, he's played 20 minutes. And you got, Ty- <laughs> you got Tyler Boyd out there as well. Tyler Boyd... I, I was considering playing him in my fantasy team this year, sorry, this season, sorry, this this week, because uh, Andy Dalton's got to throw the ball to someone, and not from the, his ass when Fowler <laughs> hits him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think the 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 Bengals. We've got to give them credit where there's due. Like on offense, they're not that bad, really. Maybe. Like they just they seem really play in the middle of the road and they could be terrible, but I don't know. I Bengals saw... are terrible. Yes. And the Seahawks are not quite terrible. Distinctly slightly above average. Okay. Okay. So the Seahawks win this game because science. Seahawks Seahawks win this game because Russell Wilson, who pretty <laughs> yeah. much is science. Yeah. Or or the the Lord. I don't know. It depends on how, how he wants to put that forward. Yeah, I think the Seahawks do win this game, but I think the Bengals might surprise people a little bit, particularly with uh, like what they might be able to do on offense, even if they are missing AJ Green. I know that they do slump without AJ Green, but um, I'm not sure if the Seahawks are quite ready for the start of the season because they never are. Absolutely. <laughs> Russell Wilson, to me, is the kid that still gets ones in his chemistry class while he's ducking kids throwing Bunsen burners <laughs> and making Pyrex glasses really hot and then putting them under cold water and throwing <laughs> things at the teachers. He's still, you know, getting 70 out of 100 on his tests. So just lobbing up Hail Marys. You can really, really tell you're from Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> That's speaking volumes right now for you and your mopping. <laughs> He's not, you know, he's selling a Bunsen burner to someone outside the school. He's just keeping it going, you know, he's got it going on. He's he's a winner. Whereas Andy Dalton is the one who's sitting at the back of the class. <laughs> crying. Uh, t- t- uh, yeah, he's crying and setting fire to his chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen, and I will share it on my Twitter page, but the random Scottish football moments where... The Dundee United boy was to throw the throwing in, and all the Dundee fans are flicking his ears. <laughs> That's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's the one getting his ears flicked. He's also the one that after he throws it cries. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can you imagine Andy Dalton? Uh, Andy Dalton's out this week because he has a torn, it's a, to- a torn, torn e- ear, ear muscle. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> <laughs> Jadavian Clowney flicked his ear as he ran past him. Boof, just obliterates <laughs> it with his sheer freakish athleticism. Uh, <laughs> So, Seahawks in this one? Yeah. Yes, okay, I will also give the Seahawks this one, but not quite uh, as much as you might think. God, it's going to be an absolute blowout now that I've said that. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers go over to Tampa Bay, so they go cross-country to take on a team who surprised people at the start of the season last year and then became utter garbage. Two well, plays for Tampa Bay, sure. Uh, on what uh, position? Any part of the team. Anyway, well, uh, you've got Ryan Fitz, but no, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> nah, of course, the, the the big headliner on the Buccaneers is still Mike Evans, our wide receiver. Still one of the best Devin wide White. receivers in the league. Uh, yeah, it's um, De- Devin White on the, the defense is going to help improve that unit. But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's polishing a turd for for the start, I think. Um, Bruce Arians, quarterback whisperer. You're going to give uh, Jameis like five and seven step drops. It's either going to get Jameis Winston killed or it's going to make him a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. It's one way to know. Here lies Jameis Winston. Oh, I was wrong. It's like, oh, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you might find out pretty quickly it's in this game because... Playing Gabber or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll have to check that one out. But in terms of who they're, he's going up against, that San Francisco 49ers uh, defensive line... It can can be a little bit scary. Like I'm going to be without Nick Bosa, but they've still got plenty of really good pass rushers coming through. Kwan, Kwan, Yeah, exactly. That their their former player Quan Alexander might just decide to absolutely blow up his former quarterback. Um, go higher. Yeah, go higher. Um, that'd, that'd be nasty. I I actually think the Damakin Sue is on the uh, the box these I days. Actually, I think the Buccaneers will win this game. I think it'll be within a touchdown, but I don't. It's right. in Florida. Yeah, it's still summer. It's still summer. Yeah, you still got Jameis Winston throwing to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, pretty much the same as the start of last year. Oh no, they had Fitzpatrick doing it at the start yeah, of last Deshaun year. Deshaun Jackson. Yep, yeah, uh, Deshaun Jackson's gone, but you've got you know like for like him, Brashad Perryman. That was sarcasm, by the way, listeners. Um, I was about to go home. <laughs> it's like I'm giving up on this podcast <laughs> right away. Um. See what happens. Um, yeah, that's a. I, I'm still going to give it to San Francisco. I think so. This might be one that we actually differ on. Is this the first one we've differed on? Probably. I think it might be. I'm going to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. <laughs> the Buccaneers. You go for the, you go for the Buccaneers. He <laughs> oh. doesn't know what to do. Oh. I'll go. I'll go for the Fortineers. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're giving yeah, a lot. Okay, of luck, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a lot of chat to the Buccaneers there, but um, like in terms of what's on the 49ers side of things, they've really not improved that wide receiving core too much. Like Debo Samuel might be decent. Was Jalen Hurd in there as well? Yeah. Um, the running back room not looking fantastic either. Um, but George Kittle's still there. And Jimmy Garoppolo is apparently a savant, and he's found ways to do more with less in the past. And I quite like their defense, so that's why I see the 49ers coming away with this one. Nice. All right, and then we have uh, podcast favorites, the New York Giants, <laughs> going on to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Can I be dramatic here? By all means. I think if Daniel Jones starts this game, oh. the Giants win. But he won't. So they lose. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
We may never know. Um, I think he's a 14-point swing at the moment. Really? You think he's that much better than Eli Manning? Yeah. Eli Manning is a loser now. But like, Not in like he's a loser. He's not a loser. But in a you cannot win with him kind of losers to I don't I don't know who could win with that particular like set of wide receivers that they've got there just now, but I see where, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um like I think you have no chance of winning with Eli. You have a chance of winning with Daniel Jones. And I think against Cowboys when they're so dramatic about everything at home I think you still won if you have a mm. competent team in the first game of the season. I think you bring in Eli and you you lose. I think you get a couple of rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. but you also get a lot of field goals because you just can't punch it in. If you're the Giants, do you want to suck this year? So you're just like, we're going to keep Eli in as long as possible? It's more a case of building salary cap for the Giants and proving you're not the worst team to join to get money. Mm. Oh, like, like being we're in, not being doing a New York Browns team. thing here, where a lot of team, a lot of players join them just to get a couple of years of a payday. Money. Yeah, like Jones, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more. Uh, we want to prove that we're competitive, so that we only need a couple more players to get where we need to go. Yeah, because next year you could be looking at the Giants trading for someone like Didi Westbrook and picking up a tight end and suddenly they're ready to compete Mm -hmm. and of course Golden Tate will be on his way back soon Uh, Sterling Shepard I believe has recovered for the most part from his his thumb injury Um, I like like Golden Tate and I quite like Sterling Shepard they're not that far away from the weapons out there once everyone comes back and is fully fit Uh, you you just have to you can improve that offensive line stop giving away your best defensive players and you can start building an actual roster. And I used to think they want to pay the defense. Oh, do you want to pay the defense? The defense. Oh, you've been you've been oh, living in New Zealand for too long, bro. South African of you. Oh, it was actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. As the South African just said, I've been living in New Zealand too long. Um, no, I think that this, and I feel really bad for saying this, but it's it's really true. Cornerbacks make teams and. Let's see what DeAndre is. Mm, DeAndre Baker. For the Giants. If he's a number one cornerback like Denzel Ward was, then... Now, I think it's maybe a little bit harsh to judge him based on what Denzel Ward did last year because Denzel Ward, for the most part, was pretty, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Excellent start to the season as well. Pure babe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, you are asking a lot of the players just come into this, this league to go up there and do something like that, especially if you don't have the pass rush that uh, perhaps the, the Browns had last year. It wasn't fantastic. We still have like, Miles Garrett causing problems. Um, whereas the Giants just don't really have that in spades. Um but yeah, it's going to be a test for him, I think, because he's probably going to be seeing a bit of Amari Cooper. Um, Randall Cobb might have uh, made himself a little bit better this year as well. But if I'm a Giants cornerback, I'm kind of thinking, okay, come on, let me let me embarrass Dak Prescott. But that's probably because I've got my own personal vendetta against him, I think. Um, I'll show you this, and this is what I find quite interesting and will make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Look at think of what Dexter Lawrence looked at looked like in his debut or mm-hmm. in the draft. He's slimmed down. He's slimmed down. So 
Uh, so, the, for, for the viewers, Darren is showing us uh, a picture from Twitter of what Dexter Lawrence looks like now. Now, Lawrence was a notoriously large defensive lineman. So he nearly lost his scholarship in his rookie season because he was about 28 kgs overweight. Yeah, it looks like Dexter Lawrence has lost about half of a Dexter Lawrence uh, <laughs> to, to get down to the weight he's at he right now. He looks like he's nearly got the same waist as Daniel Jones in this picture. They look... Yeah, yeah, far off. Right? Yeah, a little, a little bit, but obviously. As we were talking about like, earlier, the pool shirts help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> but uh, also, I like how he's got the Scottish. Is that his mic, or is that? Has he got the Scottish kind of? Like... Dan, this is terrible for a podcast. I know, but is that is that? That's his mic. It's my. Like he had the like the rope tied polo shirt going on. Oh, I'll rope tie your polo shirt. <laughs> um, before That's a big deal though, if Dex Lawrence is athletic and. Ready to go. Depends on if that's who they want him to be, and I'm assuming it is. And he's obviously put in the effort now that he's got here, and he's uh, shaping himself into the sort of player that they want him to be. Like Dexter Lawrence could be a difference maker. I like him. I like that pick. Um, but in terms of our picks for who wins this game, we're still saying Cowboys, right? Cowboys in this one. Yeah, Cow- Cowboys it's in this one. Too early for the Giants. Yeah, De- defense. The Cowboys is still real good. They're missing Ezekiel Elliott, but that offensive line plug and play Darren could probably run in behind them with his bum shoulder right now and still do alright so yeah we're going we're gonna to give it to the Cowboys I think by uh, by two scores for me yeah probably yeah I think that's fair uh, next one up we have the Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals two teams that we're not exactly high on but we enjoy the prospect of the Cardinals and the Lions have carry on Johnson that's the reason to watch it for you, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> First Lions running back to go over 100 yards in like 10 years. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the Lions win this game. They win it handily. My main thing on this one was how many of the points were going to be by rushing or throwing because <laughs> I had obviously got Matt Stafford as my second quarterback in my fantasy so I was yeah I've made that I mistake was, before wasn't sure but I'm, I'm, I'm keeping with my guns he's not going to be my starter in this game but I do think he'll he'll do well enough um, it's like you said he couldn't make use of Ingram and he couldn't make use of Ebron he needs to trust his safety blankets in the red zone he just needs to get seven, six points when he gets in the red zone he doesn't do it enough. He hmm. can, can throw it over the top as much as he wants, but he needs to score six points on his possessions. Hmm. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I think the Cardinals might do something here. I think this is the one. They're going to come out all guns blazing. It's going to look incredible. Yep. And they're going to fly under the rest of the year. <laughs> um, I think the defense gets to... Kyler in this game. I think in, in terms of like the offensive line is a, is going to be a worry, um, but I, I think that they're they're going to account for that a little bit. Get a lot of uh, quick hitting schemes there that Kyler can work those progressions real quick. Uh, he can use his athleticism to escape the rush as well, which is something that when the likes of Steve Spurrier run this with the Redskins wasn't really something that they had accounted for I don't think um, and although their wide receivers haven't really all materialised through the course of the preseason it's a preseason it doesn't matter um, I, I don't think it's going to be a, a big one here but um, yeah I, I reckon 
Maybe like I'll give Cardinals twenty eight twenty one in this one. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And of course, we are very excited to see Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm also excited to see what David Johnson does behind them as well because he he was really stuffed a lot last year through no fault of his own. Seemingly, he just had no offensive line up front. A lot of the offensive linemen are like back and more healthy than they were last year, so. Surely the only way is up. Let's see. Surely. We shall see. Um, okay. And then one of the games of the week in terms of anticipation is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Always a tough matchup for either one of these sides. Steelers just seem to come a cropper they just always seem to fall short against the Patriots and they will again yeah they, yeah, they probably will um, they're not ready you think are, are they just what? what is the problem with the Steelers in this one then What are, are they missing something or is it the Patriots have too much of something I think the Patriots have too much this is a game where you definitely have Gordon you definitely have Edelman is Gordon ready though yeah you think Gordon's always ready yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> to go up against that zone heavy defense, I think Gordon is ready for this game, and they're Brady. Like, I yeah. cannot. Like Big Ben can throw forty touchdowns a season if he wants, but he's not Brady. And I just, I think mean, I honestly I worry for the Steelers that Devin Bush gets found out a little bit in this game, and Ooh. the Patriots wipe the floor with them. Devin Bush is the wonder boy. He's supposed to be their savior. He's still a rookie. He is still a rookie. I'd be worried. He's, if he's a rookie linebacker. Rookie linebackers are all right, usually. <laughs> yeah, but you need to... This thing, when you're a quarterback, Ray, going through your progressions, or you're going through moving players around, chess pieces and that, that inside linebacker is the one that gives away the whole game. Mm-hmm. So Devin Bush can be a great player. But if he's slightly moving right to follow a man, or slightly moving left to go into zone, yep. Brady's going to see it. So it's tough to have your best linebacker as a rookie mm-hmm. in his first ever professional game <laughs> going up against Brady. Because Brady's going to be like, oh, Edwin, go run over there and run back. And then suddenly, Den Bush is moving slightly <laughs> towards Edelman. Oi, Julian! Julian, come over here! Come over here. No, no, off again. <laughs> see that boy that's moving towards? He's going to run after you, so I'm going to send... Him this way. I'm going to do a quarterback sneak. Ooh. All right, all right, yeah. yeah <laughs> for, see you for later. 11 yards. <laughs> so I think the Patriots have it, and I think it's mainly on scheme and experience. And I think that's literally 14 points to them at the moment. I just Oof. don't think the Steelers are ready. I told Is that Foxborough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't see it. Mm-hmm. I I I see exactly where you're coming from. I agree with everything, but I'm going to say Steelers win. Of course, yeah. If it was you, they'd go 0-16. Brady would be the worst player in the world. But he isn't, and he has six Super Bowls. I have to live up to my bit. You know, like I've I've like formed a particular opinion from, from everyone else who's listening in about what it is that I'm all about, and I can't let them down. I've formed a character now. This is who I am. But also... Although the Steelers are missing Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, which is undoubtedly like two big misses, James Conner is still an excellent running back. 
he was excellent all of last year. They didn't really miss like Le'Veon Bell in a lot of areas there. Also, Jalen Samuels is a great change of pace in that backfield. In terms of the wide receivers, Juju is Juju. He looked really good last year. It's going to be difficult for him to take that number one load. James Washington going to step up. Dante Moncrief, still not sure about him yet. Kind of flamed out in Jacksonville. And you've got the Swiss Army knife there as well. On top of the like one of the best offensive lines in the NFL consistently. Of course, they're missing Mike Munchak, but you've still got all the personnel in there. They know how to play the game. And then the, the defenses, for the most part, improved as well. I see them taking some some steps this season. I don't know how and much I AFC just... North you watched last year, but who is the worst um, punt returner? <laughs> Nick Switzer or Jabril Pepper? Ryan Switzer or Jabril Pepper, you mean? Um, like, well, like, what? Why does that have anything to do with it? I just, I'm intrigued. Who's worse at returning punts? Peppers. Probably. They're both pretty bad. It's <laughs> like, this is a trick question or something like that. But like, this not, There is no right answer. Yeah, but I'd like, rather have neither of them. Yeah, but like, um, that's, that is that is a very small facet of the game and Switzer can still break out. Um, but, why the hell do you ask me that? That's a strange question. <laughs> but, anyway. To, you called him the Switz Army the Switz Army annoyed me. Well, it's because it, he isn't that good at other things. It's a good pun, though. He's not so. that good at other things. <laughs> he is at least Jibril Preppers on returns. Okay, okay. Granted. So you're taking the Patriots in this one. By a country mile. My, my head would say Patriots by a little bit, but I'm going to say I've got a feeling that Steelers might just surprise Patriots a little bit in this one. And I reckon they're going to win by a score. Okay, good for you. Okay. Uh, also good for me and good for everyone is the next matchup, which is the Houston Texans versus the New Orleans Saints. So two potentially high-powered offenses uh, and two defenses. <laughs> That's not being fair to the Saints. Saints have a very good defense. Texans also, like, the, obviously the loss of Jadavian Clowney is going to be big and it's not something they've, like, I don't think they've accounted for that yet. But um, it's going to change. Been there the whole time. So. No, but they've also lost uh, likes of uh, uh, Tyron Matthew and uh, Kareem Jackson. So they're going to have to make some adjustments there. And doing that against the New Orleans Saints, who have likes of Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, like, it's, it's a big ask. We just be honest. Saints are a better team. Well, yes. Therefore, they should win. Mm hmm. And that's where I'm going. I think that's fair. <laughs> Texans are also a bit of a wild card, though, and like no, I really, no, I, no. I like where that offense could go. <laughs> Cameron Jordan's got them. Righto. Yeah, Cameron Jordan does have uh, Deshaun Watson's number. <laughs> he loves them, uh, but like snacks. A, <laughs> a lot of the top 100. <laughs> a lot of people have uh, had Deshaun Watson's number last year, though, in like the 60 sacks, whatever it was that he had. It's pretty horrendous. 84. Ugh, I, was, I was listening to a podcast, so it was 84 slacks. It wasn't 84, was it? it was like, I thought it was like 60 odd. 84 seems a bit exciting. Cool, Bobby. We'll have to look it up. Either 64 or 84, and I feel like it was higher than 64. Texans started their offensive line big time. But yeah, Saints were, were excited. Uh, Alvin Kamara is just like, he just looks so, so good. Um, Michael Thomas got paid. I'm also intrigued to see what the Saints do with Jared Cook. 
Because I think that could be a good X factor here. I think he could be the number, like essentially the number two receiver in New Orleans after Michael Thomas. With 65. With 65, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you for, thank you for clarifying. Thank yes. you for, thank you for admitting I was right, Darren. Mm. It's a terrifyingly <laughs> scary number according to the Houston Times. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? They're going to win by like a score. The Saints. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you see this being a, a particularly high scoring game then? No. No? What, what are you thinking? 21-14. 21-14 18-12. Yeah. Oh, that's a little mature. Okay. Um, or 18. How does it work? 7 free free 18 mm. <laughs> Tell you what, my, my head says the Saints, but uh, just to be a contrarian... <laughs> you should name your fantasy I, team I the contrarians. The contrarians. <laughs> the Pataudry contrarians. It's like, oh, you spelt centurions wrong. Like, no, nah, nah, it's because <laughs> contrarians. Um, or did I? No, I oh. spelt. There's a different way to spell centurion because mm-hmm. I want to be different. Uh, spell it the Latin way. Spell how I want. Yeah. My own language. I'm, 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 it's absolutely stupid why the hell would I say that but I'm going to commit to the bit uh, Texans 24-21 why not okay. oh god oh god I'm not believing in myself but if it comes through then I can use either side of this to, as an excuse now uh, <laughs> yeah and to finish off on uh, week one of the NFL season dude it's week one of the NFL season it's exciting. Mm. It's exciting. We have the Denver Broncos at the oh, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, but currently Oakland Raiders. Um, th- was that an oh god there, Darren? Come on, what's what's is, wrong with this game? This game is trash. Well, let's just see about <laughs> that, shall we? This game is trash, all-round trash. Now, I I anticipate. Is it at the trash stadium or the trash Colorado stadium? Hey, <laughs> you you wash your mouth out. That's a fantastic stadium with fantastic fans. They sell out every so game. It's beautiful. That we just pass out every time. Exactly, we it's think a mile doing well. As soon as your heart rate goes over like a hundred, you pass out in that stadium. Well, there is actually. I think it was um, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers safety uh, Ryan. Oh, what's his name? I think he's an NFL analyst now. Um, but he, I know exactly Ryan Clark. I know exactly yeah, Ryan Clark. He was not yeah, allowed yeah, to play at Mile High. He had a sickle yeah, cell or a lot like, of people have that. Yeah, I think so. It's really, really bad for him because it's trash. Shut up. <laughs> Just so Broncos defense is going to show what it's made of here right out the gate. It's going to really rip apart that Raiders well, offensive better. line. Really, really going to rip them apart. This is your best chance to really put your foot down. Mm-hmm. Neck on the throat. Oh my God. Foot on the throat. Mm. Shrek it out. Yeah. Beat it to the dogs. I'm going to shit your kicks again, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want people to know that we're recording the podcast straight after one hour. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's, it's called a callback. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Broncos defense is great. Offense, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Raiders defense. I feel like you need to get a couple of takeaways to win. Just Mm. because I don't think the Broncos have enough on offense. I mean, it's like you either win 21 14 or you lose 21 14. Broncos have enough by winning a couple of possessions back to get there. I think that, that Raiders defense is pretty miserable, especially in terms of the pass rush. I've not seen improve yet, but they're not a team that just gets 13 sacks a year like they did last year. 
Darren's putting his hand on my shoulder. I'm really looking forward to all of this not being hypothetical anymore. Yeah, me too. let's be honest, we have no idea what the Raiders' defense is. Nope. Well. They could have been highly trained SAS soldiers over the summer, and they could, well, winter. What is it now? Summer. Over the summer. <laughs> and they could be great. But the likelihood is they're going to be trash, because mm-hmm. they're trash. And mm. that's all we've got to go on. Yeah. Because <laughs> the season has actually started yet. And I'm so looking forward to the season starting. Sure. It is so close. You can almost taste it. So is this Monday Night Football? Yeah, that's the, so you have to that's wait the late all game. You until Monday to see your team. Or I Tuesday afternoon. Given given what everything given everything else that's happening here, I'm okay with that. It'll It'd be rather be 0 and 0 for an extra day than get beat by Antonio Brown and feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. So, to run out, who, who have you got winning this game? The Broncos. Good man. That's the team correct answer. Better and I, the I look forward to you saying that for 16 straight games and then into the playoffs and then to the Super Bowl as the Vic Fangio-led Broncos take home the Lombardi Trophy yet again. What's Sorry, Darren, the Cleveland Browns are going to have to wait at least one more year. I think we'll wait in this fantasy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll wait until real life to decide what we're going to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> so excited it's going to happen, man. It's, 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 it's here. It is what we've been waiting for through the course of all of these episodes, all the conjecture and everything else that we've gone through. It's finally leading up to this moment. This is the first season for the 4th and Forever podcast in the NFL and we're excited to get moving it's like the famous quote don't eat cheese before noon yes and, and everyone's going to kick the shit out of each other and the Patriots are going to win everyone's going to shit the kick out of each other and the Patriots are going to win and <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it um, again we're super excited we're really hoping that you guys are too and really hope that you will continue to tune in and listen to us go through this because we are really enjoying this already, but this is really about to crank up into another gear. So I think we're ready to go right down. Yes. On, yes. On both ways. We're, we're ready. Okay, in that case, a high five. Crisp. And we'll see you next time after some games have been played. Mm, see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>